Hi, this is Dave Caius, one of the hosts of Barbecue Radio Nation, and thank you for tuning in and listening to one of our archived versions of our national radio show. By the way, if one of your local radio stations is not carrying Barbecue Radio Nation, please have them contact us, and you can be listening to us on your radio. Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, the barbecue show that puts the spring into Bruce Springsteen. Okay. It's like springtime weather. Man, these people did not catch on to my stuff. It's steam, isn't it? It's not What did I say? Did I say it wrong? I don't know. Did you (laughs) say spring steam? The spring. I just wanted the spring part. I think I I got it We're going to have to come up with some new ones, you know. I've been asking you two to write them, and you oh, just I've look got, at me. I got a whole bunch of them. You want to hear oh, some? No, no, not now. <laughs> and thanks, thanks for emailing them to me. Do you not have my email address? Dave and Dan um, at BBQ. I've got to hear my files. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is compelling radio. It is. Right here. Welcome. I don't know how we won so many awards. Welcome to the show. <laughs> if you're still with us, I'm Dave Caius. We've got our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert, and the man with many slogans that never sends them to me, Dan Doc Hathaway, our barbecue resident doctor. <laughs> Give me a look. <laughs> hey, coming up, we got a great guest for you lined up. Todd Johns, he's the president and chief pitmaster of the award-winning Plowboys Barbecue. You can check them out and get their products at plowboysbbq.com. And I'm going to talk to him about his cheesy potatoes that are unbelievable. So the cool thing about Todd is that when he opened up Plowboys, he was really one of the first guys here in town that was doing kind of off-the-wall barbecue stuff. Mm -hmm. And he is like known worldwide for his barbecue nachos. I know that's what I wrote down. And I remember the first time I made the extremely long drive from my home to Blue Springs, <laughs> which is, I mean, yeah, that's a long drive. It's, a, it's on the other side of the world as yes. far as I'm concerned. But we got the barbecue nachos and I was like, yeah, this will work for sure. Yeah. It's worth the drive. Oh yeah. 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 So we're going to have Todd Johns on. What are we talking about? That? I did write that down and along with the, I go to his place all, all the time. Oh, do you really? Yeah. The, he's got one at 75th street. Yeah. You're now. the one down the street from yeah, me. Yeah. Not too bad. So we'll be talking to him. We'll also talk to some guy named Dan uh, T-Bone. I don't know who this Dan is. You Who's brought in. Um, he, Why did you ask him on the show? I did. If you don't know anything about him. <laughs> Well, he's done like 50 shows with us. I guess we're stuck with him. But uh, well, I, it's I, common law by now. It's it? common law. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me. So I'm, I was talking to a buddy of mine, radio buddy of mine, general manager. He's since recently moved and he and his wife moved into an apartment and mm-hmm. we were talking barbecue. And he goes, they won't let us barbecue oh, on, on the balcony. Yeah. And they've got the um, community grill, mm-hmm. but uh, it made me think we need to do a topic about apartment and condo living. Yeah. So we're going to do that in the fourth segment. So stick around for that. Also, speaking of barbecuing, I tried to get a hold of Dan, who is, by the way, if you need to get a hold of Dan, he gets right back to you. Never. And <laughs> I was just going to say, you don't know me that well. <laughs> oh, my God. I will put an email to Dan and say, please respond. And I think he just looks at it like, oh, don't respond. Okay, I won't. But well, here's the deal. Most people, most normal people, 
and I say normal being really nice, aren't sending out emails at two o'clock in the morning. Okay, that's if I'm up or that's, that's early. early. That's early <laughs> that's for early me. That's early for him. I, my body clock's so messed up. <laughs> but I texted him on, I think it was last weekend, whatever it was. And of course, no response, no response, no response. And then finally, hey, I'm in a barbecue class led by Joe Pierce, who's been yeah. on our show twice. TV's Joe Pierce. TV's Joe Pierce. Yes. Wonderful man, wonderful guest. But um, I know you can't give any tre- trade secrets. No, but, no, no, no. But how was the barbecue class? You know what? It really... I'll tell you one thing that Joe has got his, uh, his, his techniques, his methods down, but not only that, he is an, an amazing teacher. I mean, he mm. really breaks it down, explains it in a way to where, you know, cause a lot of the, the people that are taking these barbecue classes, especially the, the competition barbecue, barbecue classes are experienced, you know, right. Very good barbecuers to begin with it, you, you don't get a lot of really, you know, newbies in these classes cause everybody's just sure. trying to, you know, Last week's show, we talked to Tim Cheer, and, and he had mentioned, you know, you just take one little nugget yeah. out, of, out, of, out of little things. And, and that's what we're really trying to get out of these classes, you know, because everybody does something a little different. There's always something you can tweak. There's always a, a different, you know, style of mm-hmm. rub. And, and there's some things that I learned that, that even me be, being doing this for like 15 years, I, I'd never even thought of. Well, and, and Joe Pierce, you know, he, if you're ever in Kansas City, visit his place, uh, Slaps Barbecue. It's yeah, delicious. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and, you know, there's the old adage of it, those who can't do teach. Right. Uh, but that, Joe, that's not, that's not the case with Joe. Joe can 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 barbecue like crazy. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice to know because some people, they're, they're maybe real good, like, like say, a sports person. Like mm-hmm. they're really good at basketball, <laughs> but they can't teach you how to, they don't know how to teach you how to shoot a basketball. They just know how to do it themselves. And that's. You know, and that's why those special, you know, there are specialty coaches for that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at golfers, they're all the professional golfers still take lessons oh, yeah. and then they have their own coaches. Yeah. I mean, these classes are essentially just a way to kind of brush up what you're doing, give you a little bit of confidence because, you know, I haven't cooked that much in the last three or four years. And this just gives me a great jumping off point to where I can just you know, basically feel like I can hit the ground running and have a little confidence in what I'm mm-hmm. doing. And uh, let's not forget, uh, Joe finished second in the KCBS team of the year standings oh, yeah. last year by two points. Right. I mean, he had, had the lead off and on yeah. most of the I mean, year. He, Joe, as long as I've known Joe, he's been a, a, a great barbecue ambassador, but not only that, he's been a, a tremendous competitor and he, it's, it's all or nothing with him. And but, I think- when, but when he started, you were one of the guys he came to asking questions. Oh, I, I, yeah. When, when Joe and Mike you started, got him set up. Yeah. They, they bought an American barbecue systems cooker. One of the ones that's built there in Olathe. And, and I remember running into him at contests and, and he and his brother were just getting started. And, you know, they were, they were really good out of the gate though. And, and, and you can, you can tell that because they really perfected their craft. It turned it into a tremendous restaurant. And then Joe kind of carried it on back over into the competition world and, is done very, very well. Very nice. Well, it's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix-it man, sponsored by our March Barbecue Sauce of the Month. Eat Barbecue IPO Sauce, 16 ounces, only $6.49. It's the sauce that made barbecue team Pellet Envy a national championship team. And, of course, you can get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. All right, T-Bone, what do we got for this week's question? Dear Dr. Dan, what's the best way to stoke my fire that is quick and gets you up and running ASAP. And that's from Aaron in Oklahoma. Aaron in Oklahoma. Somebody in a hurry. Somebody in a hurry. Probably got off of work once a slap yeah, probably, probably right. hit that, you know, beer once he got it all set up and then went, 
Uh, maybe I'll have another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he probably set the question before daylight yeah. savings time kicked in. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I always start the fire before I start seasoning and everything. So you know, that, that's the thing. No, you know, we were talking about this off the air and a lot of people will use some sort of bellows, you know, if you will, you know, like the old school right? bellows. Yeah. You know, but, but we were talking about hair dryers. <laughs> and I'm, and you go, you go into your bathroom in your in your wife's special drawer where she keeps all of her fancy hair dryers and curling irons. Just make sure you grab the right you grab, object. You grab the, you grab the best hair dryer she has, <laughs> the, the one that she won't tell you how much she spent on. And you go out there and you poke it right down in there in the fire and try not to melt the plastic. And you just give her hell and just let her go to town. <laughs> just blowing embers all over the place like a like the 4th of July. And as a public service announcement for Barbecue Radio Nation, always have a fire extinguisher near you when you're grilling or smoking. Always a good idea. Uh, actually, actually uh, in all seriousness, I go to, I'll just say their name, Costco. They get these little three packs of those little spray fire. I have them all over my house just in case. Right. But I also have one by my grill. Yeah, yeah it's very, it's so important. To and, have and have one in my kitchen. Somewhere close. And I got one in my kitchen. Yeah, so be yeah. sure and do that. Because so, I understand that one time you actually used a leaf blower well, to do that. Of course I did. Come on. <laughs> You, I don't think you know me. <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah, that that was a that was more of a starting a giant fire pit that we were burning some brush in. Uh huh. But it, it, it was pretty cool. I thought maybe he, <laughs> I thought maybe he was smoking half of a beef or no, half of a no. cow or something that, that day. That would work too. So anyway, uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Eat IPO Barbecue Sauce. The sauce, little thinner side, but has some sweetness, vinegar, twang, and maybe a little warmth on the back end. You want to check that out at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Now, coming up, we have got Todd Johns. He is the president and chief pitmaster of the award-winning Plowboys Barbecue. And uh, you can check them out. And that's coming up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. 
callers threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway. And we've got with us today Todd Johns. He's the president and chief pitmaster of the award-winning Plowboys Barbecue, including Grand Champion at the American Royal Invitation. Check out his website. He's got some great sauces and rubs. PlowboysBBQ.com. That's PlowboysBBQ.com. Todd, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. We are excited to have you. Uh, just full disclosure, you have what three restaurants in Kansas City? Do you have are all three open right now? No, we have two restaurants open right now in Blue Springs and uh, on Seven Highway and uh, Overland Park. But the downtown restaurant at 12th and Main is closed right now. We're planning to reopen um, late spring, early oh, summer. Good. good for when you. When we get some more traffic down. Absolutely. There. Absolutely. Well, full disclosure, I live fairly close to his place and love your barbecue, love the love the restaurant and everything about it. Um, and I, okay, I'm just going to jump into it. <laughs> You can't hold back. I can't hold back. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your cheesy potatoes. And I realize we're usually talking about burn ends and brisket and stuff, but I got to talk about your cheesy potatoes. They are unbelievable. I have a little problem. Um, Like I'll be like a mile away and my car just starts heading in that direction. (laughs) And I'll get a pint of it. And then I just serve it with anything at home, like peanut butter and jelly, cheesy potatoes. (laughs) Talk about those cheesy potatoes. Who came up with the recipe? Well, first of all, there's a saying in barbecue that fat equals flavor. And so <laughs> those things those things have a ton of dairy, a ton of butter. I mean, we cook with real ingredients. That's the thing that I love about local barbecue is that I would say, you know, when you go through the fast food place, all that food was engineered for their process in mm. their restaurant. As engineered as it gets at a barbecue restaurant is a brisket out of a cryovac through the back door you know and so yeah we cook with real ingredients butter milk you know cheese all that kind of stuff oh it's real all right it's real real all right i mean it's just so now who came up with the original uh, recipe for that that's just it's a family recipe Oh, so we're not going to say on the radio who, uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, you can't ship those, can you? (laughs) No, probably not. Yeah, probably probably not. not. That's too bad. So (laughs) if you're ever in Kansas City, folks, just find Plowboys Barbecue. They got two, eventually back to three locations. Go get yourself some cheesy potatoes. Yeah, I could probably do a plate of, you want brisket? No, no, just just a pile of cheesy potatoes. (laughs) I'll be fine. Uh, Your brisket's really good. Talk about your burn ends a little bit. Yeah. So our burn ends, we, we do them a little bit different. I mean, we do them like they, they happen in competition where, you know, they cook for so long and smoke and then, and then you wrap them and then they end up kind of braising and steaming out. So ours are intentionally more like pot roasty, um, Mm -hmm. but they're smoked and, and that's typical of what you're going to feel like in, in a barbecue competition, you're going to get these, you know, these soft succulent, you know, great mouth texture. That's what we're looking for. They're not so like charred and chewy. Um, and 
you know, it's kind of our roots. No, I love so, your, I love your burn ins. Yeah, there's nothing better than a, a good burn in that, that a competition style one that just kind of melts in your mouth mm-hmm. once, you, once you put it in there. Now, Todd, yeah, exactly is, is that one of the? I, I noticed the other day that you had put something up on your uh, on your social media page that you were going to be teaching a backyard barbecue class down at the Kansas City Culinary Institute. Is that one of the things yeah. that you're going to be featuring in in the class? Well, we're going to be featuring brisket. Um, but we're doing some fun stuff. It's a demo class and I'm going to break down a brisket for them and, and talk through wet aging and all that, but we're going to do a mushroom risotto stuffed brisket. Oh man. And, <laughs> and it is, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've, I've never stuffed a brisket before and we did one and stuffed it with mushroom risotto. And then you, it's so freaking good. And then we've done them with mac and cheese. We've stuffed a, a brisket Hold with mac and cheese. And so we're going to, we're going to do that in the class. Okay. Time out. Time out. I, this is uh, my, my brain is <laughs> melting at this very minute. I know. I mean, absolutely melting. Okay. You need to walk me through how you stuff a brisket. I mean, are, are you just, are you separating the point from the flat and shoving it okay. under there? Or? Before you start, Todd, you kind of <laughs> sound like the mad scientist of barbecue. He's like Bill Nye, the barbecue He's guy. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey right. let's open this can and put it in a brisket and see what it tastes like. Wow. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. But that's the fun, that's the fun part about it is, is like, I've done like millions of briskets in my life. I'm, I know Dan has too. It's like, okay, I got to do something different with this. Yeah. And so Dan, the way that, uh, the way that I went about it was, you know, when you go to split the point from the flat and you've got that fat seam, mm-hmm. I kind of start there at where the, the point meets the flat kind of on the back end of the brisket yeah. and just take a long knife down in there. And then you're, you're, you start there and kind of go through that fat seam and then you find yourself into the flat. And so you just make a big pocket all the way to the tip of the flat. And so by the time you're done, I mean that you're pretty much stuffing that entire brisket. Wow. And I mean, I put, I'll put two, three quarts of mushroom risotto in there. It's like, <laughs> it's like the brisket, like triples in size, like it's pregnant. Oh my God. Um, but that but sounds so good. It does. I uh, mean, I'm, I'm thinking about all the different things I want to do. I want to go get some like real Texas jalapeno cheddar sausage and stuff yep. it into a brisket. Okay. Now, now Todd, <laughs> as I already mentioned earlier, I don't live that far from your restaurant. Can you sneak some to the Overland Park store? <laughs> and I'll just happen to, okay. If Dave walks in a guy named Dave, he's, he's heavyweight, hasn't cut his hair in a year. Um, if he walks in looking really hungry, give him the, give him the brisket with the mushrooms. That's, that's what I want. Yeah. I tell you what, you just slip a 20 under the door and we'll make it happen. <laughs> on. Only a 20. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah, kind of, now I'm thinking, Dan, I'm thinking Texas sausage, but I mean, there's all, there's all kinds of stuff you could, all kinds of stuff you can stuff in there and, oh, and have some fun. How about, how about some pimento cheese? Yes. I mean, you cannot go wrong with pimento cheese. Wow. Stuff that sucker full of pimento cheese and you're rocking it, dude. Oh, man. This is like, this is a whole game changer for me right now. See, like when I do steaks, I love to have mushrooms on the steak. You just cut them in half and stuff it in there. And now it's like, it's all there. Yeah. You just slice it open and it's right. It's like a meat hot pocket. So when you, when you were. (laughs) (laughs) Hot pocket. So, so when you're slicing something like that, do you, do you have to slice it thicker to get all the mushrooms and stuff? How do you do that? No, it, no, it, uh, 
you know, I'm cutting about an inch, an inch, three quarters of an inch thick slice. And so you're really cutting it almost like a, like a prime rib. Okay. And, but it all stays in there. It does not start oozing and falling out. It's, it's pretty amazing. Are you trussing it or, or not? Nope. Okay. And no, I just, I'll, I'll just kind of take some toothpicks on the end that, uh, I made, you know, made the insertion with and kind of pin that together. So, but no, you don't need to because you're the opening for that pocket is very small and it, it all just stays in there. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed. But you end up elbow deep in a brisket. I'll yeah. tell you. I was just going to say, I, I'm, I'm disappointed that I didn't get signed up for the class sooner because I, I did see on their website that it was sold out. So that's going to be a doozy right there. Well, yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun class. If there's some guy in the back drooling, that's me who snuck into the class. Just don't worry about me. Just, just let me stand there. Hey, uh, we, 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 we kicked the riffraff out. Don't worry. We'll catch it. So we're talking with Todd Johns. Uh, he's president and chief master, uh, chief pitmaster of the award-winning barbecue, um, I'm sorry, Plowboys Barbecue. And we're going to be right back with him. He's also um, a grand champion at the American Royal Barbecue. And you can check it out at plowboysbbq.com. And we'll be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with our engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, and my co-host, our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're speaking with Todd Johns. He's the president and chief pitmaster of the award-winning Plowboys Barbecue, including Sausage Champion at the American Royal Open. And you can check them out. They've got some, by the way, we didn't really get time to talk about this, but incredible sauces and rubs that you can get at plowboysbbq.com that's plowboysbbq.com and i was thinking about this um they've got these great gift packs so if if you don't want to you know if you want to be nice you can get a gift pack for somebody else not just for yourself or you can always just get it for yourself i would get it for myself because i'm pretty sure you can get a gift pack with some uh, of the plowboys yardbird in it which might be one of the best selling rubs of all time. that's good that's a good stuff and yeah. so so todd welcome back um speaking of giving um i one day i was watching the news and they had your your store out in blue springs uh plowboys and you guys were helping people out with covid uh which has been obviously a rough situation talk a little bit about that yeah, so when when COVID hit, um, we had to shut down restaurants and shut down dining rooms, and uh, 
the folks at uh, OBR at Operation Barbecue Relief had reached out and you know they had this idea of helping uh, helping restaurants, mm-hmm. but also helping people in the community that were affected by COVID. Um, you know, we had to lay off 45 people when we had to shut down restaurants. It was the hardest thing oh, professionally man. I've ever had to do. And so Stan Hayes contacted me and said, Hey, we would like to help, um, and, and get you guys to help us. And so the idea with, with OBR is that when there's a disaster, they go out to the point of disaster and do a deployment and they typically deploy for about 10 days and serve food and, and help people that are affected, help people that are first responders, um, people that are out doing, you know, good in the community and just providing meals. With COVID, we're all affected. There is no point of disaster. The point of disaster is everywhere. And so how do you do that? And then how do you do that when you have to social distance and you don't want to, you know, send a bunch of people around the country um, in this pandemic? And so they had this brilliant, brilliant idea to hook up with restaurants that have kitchens that are just kind of sitting still. Sure. You've got employees that may be out of a job um, looking for things to do. And so we were their pilot program, was very honored to be, um, you know, the first ones to do this and kind of help figure out how this could work. The idea was to make the restaurant the deployment and bring in the restaurant workers to be the ones that already knew their kitchen um, to come in and and serve food for the public. And so the partnership was essentially, we provided the hands, we provided the the equipment, the location, the sanitation, all of those things. And then OBR provided the logistics of getting food to us, getting donations to us, and then helping us understand the menu and the process based on what was coming in from those donations. And, and it can vary sometimes. So uh, we partnered with Cisco locally. Cisco provided us with a refrigerated truck. And, and before you knew it, here we were rolling, producing thousands of meals every day. That is so fantastic. You know, we just had Stan Hayes on the show from Operation Barbecue Relief a couple of weeks ago, and they were just down in Houston because, you know, Texas got socked really bad with the cold weather that they were not prepared for. And right. w- what did they What did they do? 30,000 meals in six days? Or it, Yeah, it, it, I believe that's it correct. Was something, yeah. It was amazing. Some, something amazing. Like, But when I saw that on the news, Todd, and I saw that, that, you, that your store or your restaurant, uh, Plowboy's Barbecue, was jumping in there helping the community you know dan talks about this with competition and you guys it you know you guys are like a whole what do i want to say brotherhood sisterhood of yeah. barbecue it's like a big it's like a big messed up family <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a big messed up family i i like to refer to it as a subculture i mean we are we are just this connected group and if you know, if, if I don't know someone in barbecue i guarantee you we've got about 200 friends in common <laughs> and and we just take care of each other and we like to take care of, of our communities. And, and the one thing about barbecue people that we all have in common is we like to feed people. Yeah. You yeah. know, we like to, we like to cook a lot and we can't eat it all. So <laughs> we love people that are hungry. And, um, you know, with COVID, there was just such a food insecurity that was happening. Right. We worked with 
I would say 60 to 70% of the meals went to um, not so much individuals, but to food pantries and soup kitchens and people that were having no problems prior to COVID getting uh, the things they needed to go out and feed the public. All of a sudden, their streams of donations dried up and we were able to, to backfill that. And then the other like 40 to 30% was going out to hospitals that were getting, you know, they were working a lot of extra shifts. They were having to do things that, you know, were out of the norm. And so just to, I tell you what, those people were so appreciative. Um, At the end of our three week stint, we did 35,000 meals Unbelievable! in in three weeks um, using a process that no one had ever done before. And, you know, it was just a credit to the partnership with OBR. And then, and then what we did got reinterpreted across the country in other, in other areas. And then also in Kansas city. That's very cool. So, you know, we were able to take, um, it wasn't always easy (laughs) and we were able to take the things that we learned and pass those things on. And then other people were able to be successful with it, but it was, a it was a very, um, it was a very humbling thing to do. And, you know, we saw the gratitude on, on the people receiving the meals, but also the people that, you know, were trying to help, but, but, you know, the resources had run out on them and, and here we were able to help them. Uh, at the end of our of our three week run, um, one of the local hospitals did a virtual parade for us. Oh, that is so and, cool! And had us come out, and they all kind of socially distanced, and they had <laughs> they had banners that they had made thanking us and whatnot. And so, it was really, you could tell how much it was appreciated. That is fantastic. So, you know, it was if it wasn't for OBR, we wouldn't have had that opportunity to help our community like we did. Well, well, Todd, well, we're we're kind of running out of time here. And Dan mentioned, and and I I have not tried this, and even though I've been to your restaurant several times, but Dan mentioned this before we started the show. Um, and again, we don't have a lot of time; we got less than two minutes. But you are the home of the barbecued nachos. Quickly tell us about the barbecued nachos. Heck yeah, we're the home of barbecue nachos. <laughs> if anyone if anyone stakes claim to that, I am fighting them. <laughs> I, I told him I was like. Uh, I think Todd, uh, Todd was most definitely the first person that put barbecue nachos on in their, in their restaurant. So, well, we, we used to do that when we were vending and it was one of those things where once one person bought one, we, we sold six. Oh, I bet. And once they started walking around, so the, the, the signature to ours is we don't buy, you know, the big box round tortilla chips. We fry all of our chips fresh in house every day. We make cheese sauce from scratch. Um, I'll give you the recipe. It's butter, whole milk, cheese, Hold on a second, and some yard bird rub. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's 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 real food. It's real scratch food. And then we top it with barbecue and with barbecue meats and then our Enfuego sauce. And, you know, it's, it's just the perfect bite. And that's the thing about competition barbecue is we have to wow you in competition with one bite. Yeah. You might not get a second one because those judges are eating so much. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that comes from restaurants, barbecue restaurants that come from competition, 
that's kind of our mentality is every bite's got to be signature. Well, I'm next time I'm at your at your restaurant because I usually get like the brisket and of course the cheesy potatoes. <laughs> um, but I'm I am definitely going to try the barbecue nachos. They sound fantastic. Don't forget everybody, they've got wonderful sauces and rubs that you can get at their website, which is plowboysbbq.com. Get a gift pack for yourself or somebody else. That's plowboysbbq.com. Todd Johns has been our guest today. He is the president President and Chief Pitmaster at Plowboys Barbecue. Thanks for being here. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to Dan right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation and our weekly radio station. Shout out goes to KLFD, 1410 AM and 95.9 FM. Uh, now they are in, I believe it's, I want to say Litchfield, Minnesota. Okay, you go ahead and say yeah, that. Say, I, I'm thinking it's Lickfield. 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 Lickfield? Lickfield. Not Litchfield? Yes. The, Lickfield. the H is silent. What county is that, T-Bone? In Lickfield. In Lickfield. Well, <laughs> I'm from Kansas and not Minnesota, so I don't know any better. But I can tell you that they are Meeker County's original for the best in local news, sports, events, and weather. Up in Minnesota, thanks again for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. So our KansasCityBBQStore.com product spotlight. Okay, this is not the most exciting of the products there's nothing sexy about this but this is a necessary product it can be yes if you want to prevent botulism yes well <laughs> i don't know about you high on my list of things to do when i leave the house i try to avoid it at all times it is the morton tender quick meat cure two pounds only 6.99 yep and um so this, this is stuff is this for like preparing your meats or what do you use it with so basically, it is a it's a cure that you can use in fish, uh, bacon. I mean, if you're doing oh, homemade okay. bacon, but you, the thing you have to remember is there's very specific quantities. You got, you can overdo it very quickly with uh, the tender quick. A little bit goes a long way. So mm-hmm. you know, read the directions, get a big old slab of pork belly, and make <laughs> your own homemade bacon, and you'll be good to go. But follow the instructions. Follow I, the instructions. I'm one of those people, and I know I was talking to my cousin. My cousin loves salt. You I can't like, wing it. I like a little salt, you well, know? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is salt on steroids with <laughs> nitrates in it and to make sure that everything uh, you know stays copacetic when you're 
curing meat. <laughs> but check it out. It's the Morton Tender Quick Meat Cure, two pounds, only $6.99 at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Now, I mentioned this earlier, and a, a buddy, radio buddy of mine, he's, mm-hmm. he's starting at a different place, and he and his wife moved into an apartment, yeah. and he was living in a house. So he had the you so know, he was spoiled rotten. He was spoiled rotten, yeah. but you know they're moving to a new town. He didn't want to really buy a house. He didn't know the area yet. So a lot of people do that. They'll get an apartment for a year and then they'll buy something. Mm-hmm. So they're not allowed to to smoke or grill. You know, like on their on their balcony. Right now, so let's. There's two ways I want to look at this when okay. you're talking about apartment and condo living. A lot of places, in fact, I see this more and more often, are having a community grill for for all the residents. Now, my first thought is, how do you clean it? Because nobody's going to clean it. Right. I so, mean, you're, you're, you might as well just be prepared to go down there, clean it, go back upstairs and prep all your stuff and go back. Well, <laughs> even if somebody cleaned it, I still want to clean it again. Yeah. But what's the best way when, you know, maybe because this isn't your grill. Right. What's the best and safest things you can do to grill, clean that grill? You know, the first thing that I would do is I would uh, I'd find the right grill brush. I mean, okay. you, you you definitely don't want to go out and buy a cheap wire brush and you've all, everybody's heard of the horror stories of swallowing a bristle right. and getting it stuck in your throat and then everybody dies and it's a horrible thing, but you just go out and you find a good grill brush. Um, I actually, you know, if I don't have one handy, I'll take a ball of foil, poke some holes in it and pour some, a little bit of olive oil in it. And you can actually clean grates with I've a seen ball that. of aluminum foil. Yeah, it's great. And then you just throw it away. Now, are there any kind of wipes that you can use or anything? That, you know, there, that, there are some companies out there that uh, we actually sell some at the store. It's called a grill swiper. And it's yes. basically like a, it's, it would be similar to a, um, uh, a Clorox wipe, that right. sort of material, you know, uh, and you can wipe down the grates. But, you know, the big thing is you want to get the big chunks of burned on hamburger that <laughs> the guy from apartment, you know, 6B <laughs> left on there from three weeks ago. But yeah, you just want to make sure you start with a good clean surface and then then go back over it, turn it off, let it cool down a little bit, oil the grates up really good, fire it back up, and uh, yeah, you'll be ready to cook. Now, when you use something like the, the cleaning type wipes, mm-hmm. I assume you, you really want them to completely dry before you start yeah, anything. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, once you once you turn the grill on and, and those flames hit that uh, hit the the grates on it, it'll it'll evaporate pretty quick. So in, in apartments and condos, the things I've seen are, are in this in the same category. Mm-hmm. I've seen, of course, that they'll have a big propane tank, you right. know, that the, the, the apartment or condo provides, and you just turn it on and do it that way. Mm-hmm. But then you see the ones that are just kind of a basic skeleton grill. Yeah, kind of like a, a campsite grill. Yeah, like yeah. that. Those are great. Really? You like those better? I love those. The little pedestal campsite grills yes. that are really heavy duty. Yeah, because they always come with very, very heavy grates on them. And mm-hmm. so once you get it hot, I mean, there's nothing better to sear a steak on than one of those old campsite grills because you can throw logs in there and just get a blazing fire. Now, do you do charcoal? Do you do logs or do you either one? Either one. You know, personal choice. People, you know, yeah, personal choice. I mean, it, it's a lot easier to do charcoal because it's a little bit more predictable, but then that means you have to carry charcoal around. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I, I would imagine, I would think most people would do charcoal in that yeah, situation. Just, I mean, not everybody can be a purist like me. Dude. <laughs> you know, you want to make your own charcoal and burn down the burn down the logs and do all that stuff. Okay, but. so I just had another thought. Okay, so you've got one of those, and you're just you're like a, and, and I'm not making fun, especially with everything going on. But you're a germaphobe. Okay, so you don't want your steaks or burgers or whatever to touch that grill because other people's steaks and have been on there. Okay, what about about getting one of the little what do you call those little things to go on top of it <laughs> oh like a, a cooking rack or yeah something like that? yeah like a, and, and, yeah you could do that it, it wouldn't hurt anything but 
you know, honestly, if you're worried about germs inside of a grill that's 700 degrees, <laughs> you might you might want to reevaluate some life choices. Well, <laughs> you know, just because I won't ha- handshake anybody anymore. But, but I mean, I I you know I'd skip the handshake and I'd throw a steak on a grill all day long. <laughs> I, I'm good with that. So. Okay, okay, so now that's Plan A. That's okay. the, that's the outside yeah. doing it. Now, what about okay? Again, apartment condo living, mm-hmm. and you don't want to use the thing, and and you want to cook inside. What 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 electrical type grill thing do you suggest? So you know, any I get this question a lot at the store because we get we there's a lot of apartments going up in our area, mm-hmm. as you know. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, you know the big thing is you have to you have to figure out what is allowed and what's not allowed at your at your apartment complex, and a lot of times that if it's an open flame like charcoal. It's definitely not going oh, on yeah. your deck. Right. It's just not. It's Even not if it's happen. cement, they won't let you. Sometimes. Exactly yeah. right. And um, you know, we we have a couple of options when it comes to uh, grills that you can use on your back porch. Being like a small Weber, uh, Weber makes a smaller portable propane grill that's a pretty safe unit. Uh, it just takes a little one pound Coleman. Uh, uh, Little Coleman propane tank, little, little jar little, thing. I've had little green guys. Yeah, I have one. You know? I have those. The, the, they're the, the, for camping. Yeah, that's littered every campground in America for the last <laughs> well, fifty years. Sad, sad but true. It's but yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you they make those. They're pretty affordable. You can get into one of those. It's a good size grill uh, that are very safe. I've had one for years that we used to use uh, for tailgating out at the 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 races whenever they were in town. But then they have other things like uh, Weber makes the same model, but with an electric burner on it. Okay. And so it's tr- a true electric cooker. Uh, you know, you're basically just getting the grates hot and you're getting a little bit of evaporation of the juices that drip down onto that little uh, electric coil. And that's how you get that true barbecue flavor. Nice. But then you could go really crazy. And I've been doing a little bit of research on this and there are a lot of infrared grills, um, you know, of all of all people, you know they, the George Foreman grill is still a, is still a thing, and it's still <laughs> yeah. advertised for people that want to do true grilling out on their patio. You know, and he they make one. I say he like he's actually screwing them together, but they he they make one that is on a pedestal and it looks like a real grill. Yeah, I've seen that. However, you plug it in and you just you get your grill marks and you pretend that it's got a little bit of charcoal flavor to it and you're off and going you know i had an ex-girlfriend one of many and uh i went over she'd been out of town she moved back to town we we were just seeing one another and she said come over i'll fix your dinner and she used a george foreman grill yeah it was fantastic it's better than nothing it was better than and it was the one that had the one that you could set the temperature as opposed to one that's just either that's that's a little fancy for my blood i mean i'm on or off because i used to own one and and it was either hot or off yeah it's either hot too hot, not, usually. Yeah, usually but, way too hot. But she had yeah. the one that had the, and it was, she did an excellent job, made chicken breast that night, and yeah. I was very happy, and then she told me to leave and not come back, but that's a whole other story. So anyway. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the grill, I'm sure. <laughs> want to thank our guest, Todd Johns, again. He's the president and chief pit master of the award-winning Plowboys Barbecue, and if you want to get his rubs or sauces, they are delicious. PlowboysBBQStore.com. Of course, we talked to Dan a little bit about barbecuing and condo living when you're uh, either outside on the community grill or inside and you're using the electric. And, of course, our Ask Dr. Dan segment, sponsored by Eat Barbecue IPO Sauce, 16 ounces, only $6.49, and you can get that at the Kansas City bbqstore.com you want to check that out next week uh you know basketball tournaments are starting up oh man i can't wait for basketball to start and we were talking about 
hopefully maybe get some people together again. Nope, not going to happen. Barbecuing for large groups. <laughs> and we're talking 8, 20, 40, if they all smell your barbecue going on. But barbecuing for lo- large groups, so we're going to be looking at that. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. For engineer Kyle, producer T-Bone, my partner in barbecue crime, Dan Hathaway. Well, I am Dave Caius, and thank you for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation. And we all see you next week right here. And by the way, happy barbecuing.